0: Ladies and gentlemen, we have a problem. We have an unsurmountable task that seems impossible and in fact may very well be. We have a very large problem. We have one goal in life, and that's shifty beves Hashem kol yemei chayai. That's what Devin HaMalik said. One thing that I ask, achas shoyalti, is just to live a life of meaning and to elevate above all of the petty things that are not important, and to dwell with God and to live a life of nitrious eternity and be rewarded for it. But yet, this enemy, this Yetzirah, he's very crafty, he's very cunning. The Chayvis HaLavavis tells us that he's part of our flesh. He knows us better than we do. He knows us better than ourselves. He sets up traps when we are sleeping, for he never sleeps and he is much wiser than we are. So what chance do we really have? How can we possibly negotiate with a terrorist that we don't even know what he wants? And to make matters worse, the Gemara Mesechta Sukkah Afnun Be'ez Aleph tells us that God will remove the hidden one from before us. The Zahara has seven names and one of them is Tzafuni. he is the hidden one. We do not know his motives. We do not where where we do not know where he's going to attack us from. How are we supposed to battle against someone or something, aka the Sahara, and not know what he even wants or where he's gonna come from? The Gamara there continues, has to do with Tisha B'av, that Nasan Ainov. The base Hamikdash Rishon. The put his eyes onto the first temple, that holy edifice, the one lasting piece of clarity that we had in the world, and then destroyed it. That's what the mission says, the Gemara says. He put his eyes to it, seemingly we had no chance to even fight him. And then the Gemara continues look it up. 52a, back of the Sukkah. Then he put his eyes upon the second base Hamikdash and then destroyed that one. Nasan Enav Ba. So what chance do we have, I ask you? The game is rigged. It's completely fixed. How are we supposed to fight something that seems like it's an inevitable doom? The answer? The one answer, Rabbi Yeruchim it's the great spiritual dean of Yeshiva Smir, tells us. Maishu Rabbeinu calls Yehoshua before he dies and says, This is what you must remember. Be strong and strengthen yourself. Be tough. Elevate yourself and inspire yourself. There is one and only one way to fight back against a hidden enemy, and that's to strengthen yourself and to rise above with such inspired strength that you cannot lose. And you know what happens then? Even still, we don't have the kayach to fight back. But then Hashem gets on your team. Then Hashem jumps on your inspired bandwagon. The Shlach tells us that Habo Litame, If someone comes to sin, he doesn't want to be involved in good things. He's looking for averos. Then post God opens up those opportunities. But Habol if you want to come do mitzvahs, if you want to come live an elevated spiritual life, then not poschenlo. God does not present you that opportunity. But Messiah lo, he helps you. He brings you along. The shallah tells us there's a difference when you want to do good and you want to be inspired. Yes, it's impossible, but until God jumps under your bandwagon, it's no longer impossible. There is one answer to fight back against this unsurmountable challenge, and that's chizku ve-imsu, Be strong and fight back and take the battle to him. Rashi tells us, parashas tvarim, chazek levilti achol dam. That's what the puzzle says. Be strong and do not eat blood. Rashi's bothered by, you mean to tell me that you need to inspire the people? Not to eat blood, for blood is not desirable. No one lusts after blood. Nobody wants to eat blood. Why would you tell me the word chizku, chazek, the ochodam? says Rashi, it's a kalva it's a kolshakein, it's a certainly. Because if a person needs to be inspired to follow the mitzvahs, even for something he doesn't desire, then how much more so for something that his body lusts after, that you must say chazak, chazak minus chazek. It's not a coincidence that we finish every book of the Torah. as chazak, chazak, v'nishazeg, because if not for this, then we don't have a chance. There's only one Torah source you must remember. Shlomo HaMelech tells us, Proverbs, the passage goes as the following. Rak, chazek, I'm sorry. The passage goes, ha bin Musar al-teirah. Be Strong. Grab onto your Musr and do not let go. Kihi <laughs> for it is your life. Now, why is Musr your life? Why is self growth your life? The Vilnagon expands. The Vilnagon tells us, and for there's nothing better than a Vilnagon upon King Solomon's wisdom, for there probably is no greater wisdom in the world. Zukta Vilnagon. Therefore, a person must always be inspired. This is the point I wanted to get to. For if you cannot inspire yourself, lama lo Then why are you alive? If you're not living a life of charting like a kindergartner, charting his math problems, and making a multiplication table, figuring out when you're going to beat that midah, and how I'm going to do this, and how I can grow making charts, charting your path to greatness, living a life of chazak, chazak then v'im lo'i lom loy chayim, you have nothing. Holy Jews, if you can hear me in Brooklyn, and Lakewood, and. Virginia, wherever you may be. If you're not chazak, chazak, then it's chazak, then we don't stand a chance. He's stronger. He's more crafty knows us better than we know ourselves but to rebuild that holy edifice that based on migdash and to reach eternal glory then one thing is needed it's maisha's parting advice to yeshua that to constantly inspire yourself fall and fall again but get up and rise for a man isn't judged upon how many times he falls for how many times he can get up Keep falling, but God forbid, don't ever stop getting up. And when you do and live inspired, then Hashem jumps on your bandwagon. And then it's a different story. And then you become David fighting back against Goliath. And as the Pusak finishes in Mishlei. And God will not forsake us on our path to victory.